time to optimize your health and wellness with the FitFun Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the FitFun Podcast. I'm your host, Fatima Kay. And today I am with another uh, great person, Golder Goldstein. He was here on episode 54 of the FitFun Podcast. So check it out if you haven't you know, listened to it yet. It's all about resilience. But today we are talking about self-awareness. So Golder is a coach, change agent, and, you know, outdoor enthusiast and so much more. That's, you know, that's what I picked up. (laughs) He introduced himself on the uh, episode 54 or so, listen to it. So how did I meet Golder? I don't know if I, uh, yeah, I think I explained it to it last time, but I'm going to redo it. But so Golder is a fellow human potential coach, and I really loved his episode on um, heart-shaped eyes podcast by Ronit Lemontrovi, who was also here with us for two episodes. Um, And I was like, okay, I need to connect with this person, right? I need to understand him. I need to talk to him because he really sounded so different for me. And I love, you know, meeting people that are really different. Um, And yeah, so I asked him to be on the podcast. He accepted and I'm very happy that he is back. Hi, Golder. Hey, good morning, Fatima. So nice to be here and uh, glad to be back. Awesome. Thank you. So it's the morning uh, on your side of the world. Yep. Nice and early, bright, early, crisp, crisp fall morning here in, in the mountains. Wow. So, and it's 2 p.m. on my side. So already, I actually woke up quite late uh, today because I slept really late yesterday. So I didn't do my morning routine, but, you know, beginning of the afternoon after lunch, I feel great. And after a bulletproof coffee also, it's uh, it's nice. So today, Golder, I want to talk about self-awareness. I've been, like I told you, obsessed with this topic for the past, you know, I think few weeks. And I, you know, I dive deeper into it uh, these days, you know, writing blog posts, you know, doing videos on my YouTube channel. Anyway, so what I want to know is, okay, what's for you, your understanding of self-awareness? And I want to also refer to some of your golderisms, but we're going to let this for later. So take me through what you understand when I say self-awareness. Well, I, I love that you brought that topic. It seems uh, it seems like life sends things in waves sometimes. And, and I've been talking with people about awareness a lot. So many of my clients, our conversations, whatever the sort of initial topic that they bring, they end up, um, you know, just naturally, organically ending up on us talking about awareness, uh, self-awareness, you call it, some folks call it mindful awareness. Um, but really, I think we're all talking about the same thing. And Uh, Sort of simply put, you know, um, awareness is just kind of paying attention on purpose to our present moment moment experience. It's just really a fancy word for noticing what's going on with us and how we're doing. And it can be helpful for so many different reasons. It um, helps us kind of slow down and see a little more space between our experiences and kind of uh, what I look at as kind of automatic reactions to our experience. So when we create more space in between there, when we when things slow down, it just gives us more choice and allows for more conscious response to what the world around us, including our internal world as well. Right. Yeah, 100%. I think 
presence is truly the name of the game when you talk about self-awareness because to be aware um you know one of the definition of self-awareness is like seeing yourself clearly and objectively through reflection and introspection and um to be able to see yourself you need to like notice how you feel, what your thoughts are in the present moment. So it's super, super important. I think presence, the more I develop presence, the more I become more aware of, um, you know, how, how I really am and not, you know, how I think I am. Because there is like a distinction here. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I feel like the most common question any of us hear is people, we see people, we talk to people on the phone, we bump into people out in the world and they say, hey, how are you? And usually reflexively without even thinking, we just say, I'm fine. Like our, we're right. not, we're not conditioned to um, take inventory of how we are, our, you know, culturally where, you know, often as kids, we're taught to, um, you know, not make a fuss and to kind of keep our emotions under the lid in, in society and culture uh, and to kind of um, tamper down our emotions. And so, you know, as a response to that, we're, so many of us, you know, we're kind of conditioned to um, not really acknowledge how we are, not really notice, not really create the space for that. So people say, hey, how are you? And we say, hi, I'm fine. How are you? And then we move on. And having never given a moment's thought at that point or in other parts of our day to how we are until it becomes unavoidable, until it be, you know, how we are becomes a problem, until it becomes um, something that we have to deal with. And then, um, you know, by then there's been a lot of water under the bridge and we're often find ourselves dealing with something that's very extreme because we didn't sort of acknowledge all the steps along the way that might lead us to that. You mentioned, you know, you having your clients, um, you know, bringing the topic um, in your coaching conversation, um, you know, um, these days. And I want to know, like, how people are you know, reacting to self-awareness, like in general, from your experience, like people know, you know, more like about self-awareness, like how to be self-aware or some people absolutely have no idea of like, what is self-awareness about? Uh, well, you know, as with anything, it's, uh, we, as people were all, all across the full spectrum. Some people, you know, I, I bring the term awareness into the conversation and they're really curious as to what that means. And it doesn't um, strike a familiar uh, tone. So to them, I kind of simplify what I'm talking about into just, you know, taking a moment to pause and take stock of, um, you know, various aspects of our experience. So uh, for many folks, it can be helpful to just bring some attention to the breath. Um, some, some folks find it helpful to bring noticing into the five senses. So what are you feeling in your body? What are you hearing? You know, are there tastes? Are there smells? Just ways to come back into the body helps us um, check into our awareness. Um, and another thing that that's, um, you know, a real big part of our awareness can be our thoughts. So just recognizing them. And um, as part of the noticing, as part of building awareness is just creating space to recognize a, a thought as a thought, recognize a feeling as a feeling, recognizing sensations as sensations. And just by the simple act of doing that, it can just create more space, slow things down a little and, and lead to more, more choice. Right. 
choices about how you will live your life, right? It's all about, okay, what's the decision I'm going to make today to either move forward or backward, you know, in my life. And so this brings us to change and transformation. So that's another topic that I'm really diving into um, through basically, you know, my YouTube channel decided to like kind of document my transformation because, I realized that I was allowing myself to be less that I could be. And, uh, you know, time is flying and my library is full of book. I have taken so many courses. My kitchen is full of good things, but you still take the decision to not use them. You still take the decision to go to, you know, the crappy food or, you know, be being in procrastination mode. And I want to hack that in myself, right? Because I'm lucky to be, you know, by myself. Like, you know, I have all the time that I need and to be able to do that work, right? And it's the, the best moment. By doing this work and documenting it, I think that's super important for people to understand that there is a process and self-awareness is part of the process, right? For me, it's the beginning of this process. Change. So, Golder has Golderisms, his values and beliefs on his websites. I don't know how I missed that last time. <laughs> I missed it. I wasn't, I wasn't present. I wasn't present. But so the second Golderism, it's all about transformation. So I love what you say. Okay, transformation happens little by little and all at once. Okay, I need to understand that. What do you mean by that? Um, well, what I mean by, by transformation happens little by little and all at once is that change is constantly happening. And sometimes it comes in these giant leaps. And sometimes it comes in these tiny, tiny pieces that are almost unnoticeable, or often go unnoticed, because we're so distracted by, by all that, you know, life throws at us. And so, um, one of the nice things about awareness is by slowing down, we start to notice the little things, little wins, little parts of our day, how we're doing. We are able to make small shifts. Whereas when we, when we don't pause, when we don't have awareness, we mostly only notice the problems. We notice that at the end of the day, we feel anxious, but we don't notice, we don't sort of reflect upon or or um, have much awareness that there were really pleasant parts of our day or that despite the fact that we have some awareness that things are better than they were yesterday, that we've made improvements to you know, where we were last week or last year. And so you know, my, my point and why I share that is because especially in our, this society that we're in where we, you know, it's like, it's the Instagram world. We just see people's successes and we don't see, you know, we see an overnight success, but we don't see the 10 years that that person was waiting tables or working in a coffee shop before they became an overnight success. And so when we, when we slow down, when we have some awareness um, where we start to see that that huge change came piece by piece, bit by bit over time. Right. And this change, this is what I want to document. This is what I, I think my, my mission in life is all about. Um, 
because we all have the before and after picture, but nothing in between, right? And what really counts is, and what takes a lot of effort, what takes, you know, um, uh, knowledge, takes energy um, and time is everything that is in between. Documenting this process is huge um, for me because there is from behavioral science, you know, they studied that stuff, right? How people change, how people build routines, and that there is a process that people go through to be successful or to not be successful. And I think we need to know that awareness comes in the picture where, first of all, you need to take stock within yourself of, okay, what is it? I truly want, right? I don't want, because sometimes I realize that what I wanted in life wasn't really what I wanted, you know, because we get so distracted with Instagram. You, you talked about Instagram. We got distracted with what we see on TV and like people around us. And we always, you know, what, what other people have, but basically we never sit down and like, you know, ask ourselves, what do I want actually? Like, you know, it, it's the same with school and everything, you know, it's, and now it has become so easy to start something, you know, like that we like, you know, knowledge is around the corner. I mean, internet, everything, everything is in front of you and you just have to choose, right? And to be able to make the right choice for you is first of all, to understand what's the right choice for you. And then, you know, to be aware of like, okay, what am I missing? What can I, you know, do to take the decision, take action? So transformation happens little by little and all at once, 100%. Change is, is constant and you need to monitor the change, right? This is like, you know, managing your progress. Um, if you have a certain goal that you want to go to, great. I want to go to that destination. Now, okay, what can I do? I'm taking stock. Like, you know, what am I missing to be able to get to that destination? And it's all about self-awareness. I want to go to your third Golderisms because it's also, you know, part of the, of this uh, conversation. So you said inside you is a unique gift working its way to the surface. So a lot of people talk about gifts. So first of all, like explain to me this, this Golderism. Well, I, I truly believe that, you know, each of us has a contribution that's just, that's just itching to, come out into the world and that a lot of our discomfort, a lot of our, our angst and our ennui come from it, you know, the, that gift, whatever that is being buried, being stuck inside of us. And I, I think it's, you know, it's, that happens because there's, we're products of our environment, you know, as I keep bringing our environment into it, but I, I don't think we can um, talk about our inner experience without acknowledging our outer experience sometime and, and acknowledging the things that push and pull us in different directions. And, you know, we're, we're distracted, we're um, under all these societal pressures to uh, kind of get in line and fit in. And, and we all have this unique thing that's just, it's, it's just in there. And we, you know, you said all the answers are in front of us. And I think while that's true, um, and can be a very powerful reality here in our information age. Um, the fact is that the flip side of that coin is it's a, it's a bit of a distraction because I would, you know, offer the counterpoint that, 
all of us, all the answers aren't in front of us, they're inside of us. And so when we're constantly distracted by the, uh, you know, the bookshelf full of half read self-help books and all the latest scientific research and what all the experts say, when we're constantly looking outside of ourselves, we don't know truly in a, in a fully embodied and a fully felt sense, you know, we don't necessarily know what our values are. We don't know what's most important to us. We don't know what that gift is, what that, that contribution is. That's just, that's just dying to get out and, and serve the world. How do you do that? How do you find your values? How do you find your gift? Well, I, I think for a lot of people, you know, we carry the expectations that we're however many years old and we're a quote unquote, I'll use podcast air quotes, that we're grownups now. We have jobs and bills and so on and responsibilities, and we should know who we are and what we care about. Um, but I think the reality is, and, and it's been my experience that um, both personally and professionally, if we, if we don't have some intentionality to really explore what those things are, then we might not have a really firm, confident grasp on them. We might think that, you know, we really care about something, but it might just be that that's something our parents cared about or our friends cared about. And our values are actually very different. So I think we, we, um, we know what our values are by doing an intentional focused um, inquiry or, you know, um, exploration of the subject. So it's something I, I do regularly with my coaching clients when they find that they're um, feeling stuck or feeling like they have a lack of clarity about which direction to head in their lives or what's important to them is to really, really dig into those topics. And I love that you said that and being stuck and being really uncomfortable, you know, feeling that something there is wrong on a subconscious level and it appears in, in the body in different forms, that's, that's a signal that you need time for reflection, that you need time to slow down, that you need time to really develop your self-awareness. So what type of work you do as a coach or what's your best tools to really start on this exploration journey? Well, there's, there's so many of them and they're all great. And, you know, well, I always want to start that you know, with a, when I'm working with a client, I always want to start with, you know, some curiosity, some inquiry about what what the client brings that might be helpful. Because I've got a huge list, and I can share that. But um, you know, as as we know, as coaches and and as people, like things that we discover ourselves, things that are uniquely us, are more powerful than something off of someone else's grocery list. So, you know, often if uh, a client brings up the fact that they that writing is really important to them, but they haven't been writing, then I, uh, maybe I will, will bring that up in conversation as a tool to use. Or someone says that they, they love to dance or they have um, any creative pursuit is a, is a great tool for awareness. Anything that brings people into their body is a great tool for building awareness. Um, some people say, well, I, uh, meditation has been really helpful for me in the past and I've stopped doing that. Um, so anything that helps us focus on a, a fixed point on our breath. Um, you know, any of those can be great. Some people say I need to, you know, go for a bike ride twice this week, or I need to just take my shoes off and walk around in the grass in the park 
every afternoon for 10 minutes. And, and anything that, that slows us down, that you know, puts us in touch with our physical body, uh, that puts us in touch with our creativity, because our creativity, I don't, I don't know how you define what our creativity is, but I know it's us. I know it's us coming to the surface. So when, we're, uh, when we create that space and that time in, in any of those ways, or more often than not, it starts to be in a variety of these ways, uh, it's, it just starts building awareness. And, and I, I want to specify that building awareness, um, you know, living with awareness, it's a practice. It's like brushing our teeth. Right. It's, not one of, it's not a one and done thing. It's not like putting new tires on our car where we're good for the next mm. 60,000 miles. It's, it's something we build into our day. We build into our lifestyle right. and in ways that fit us. 100%. I think what you just said is a great summary of, first of all, you know, you're unique. You're talking about unique gifts. Like there is nobody else's like you. And then there is a responsibility to take ownership, you know, of your persona, right? The good and the bad. And it goes, you know, through, you know, doing this work of self-awareness. And as you said, you know, it's not a one-time fix. It's not like, you know, going to the spa, making your nails and they're pretty and, you know, for a while, but it's really taking care of you and taking care of making mindful, um, mindfulness, self-awareness a practice. Well, mindfulness is part of it though. So it's my way of like, you know, creating this self-awareness, trying to build presence. So you shared a few goodies here. Um, about how people, um, you know, can start working on their self-awareness. And I love what you said about, okay, do not dismiss your experiences, like what you've learned in life so far. Because we tend to go and look for, okay, you know, what's out there or like what the expert says or like, oh, I love this yogi, you know, talk on TED Talk and I'm going to try his method before even exploring, okay, okay, what did I do in the past that worked for me, right? Or like, okay, what can I do today with my own experience and knowledge without adding new ones so I can, you know, start this practice? Yes, totally. There has to be balance there. I mean, you know, I don't live like an ostrich with my head in the sand, ignoring expert advice and, uh, you know, I don't endeavor to make every mistake myself um, for myself when I can learn from other people's experiences. Um, but there, there just has to be some balance there. If, if we spend all of our time sort of putting our intention, or sorry, attention and intention uh, externally to us. So, you know, in the, the stack of books on the shelf and the podcasts and the um, the blogs and the Ted talks and all of that, then there, it crowds out the quiet little voice in our own head, in our own heart. That's us. So if we're constantly stimulated, if we're constantly bombarding ourselves, um, with other voices, whether it's audio, whether it's a, a book, um, and so on, then it, it's really easy to miss who we are, to lose who we are and our experience in the mix. 
Yeah, 100%. And I think you just, you know, talk to me directly in that sense. It's, it's truly the one lesson that I'm learning these days is that I used to be afraid of silence, like I told, you know, in our episodes together and uh, like episode 54. And now I'm enjoying silence and I'm aware of, okay, I need to stop bringing new knowledge, right? I need to stop, you know, taking a walk and listening to a podcast or a book, right? What can I do with all the knowledge that I have accumulated until today to really make a difference or to make the change that I want to make? So when is enough? Like, as you said, you we need to find the balance, right? We need to find the balance. So when for you on your like journey until today, how did you figure out the balance that works for you? Um, that's a great question. I would say it's, uh, it's sometimes a moving target. And for me, I reached a point, um, I do recall reaching kind of a distinct point, you know, maybe about a year, a year and a half ago, uh, I had been in, you know, this very intense period of information intake going through the, uh, coach training program was just it was drinking out of a fire hose of information about health and wellness and biohacking and all of these subjects. And it was great. And I learned a lot. Um, and I would buy books from, you know, to read more about different subjects. And, um, like you mentioned at a certain point, I realized I had a lot of half read books and I just recall having the experience of going, you know, it's just feeling overwhelmed by it. And I felt like intake of additional information from the outside world, you know, specifically in terms of like other people telling me how the world is, how, what I should do, what my business should look like, how I should, you know, um, do X, Y, Z. I just started to realize it was, had reached a point of kind of diminishing returns. It wasn't, it wasn't doing anything more for me. And that it was crowding in on um, the space and time I, I allotted for my own thoughts and feelings and experiences. I, you know, at a certain point, you you look at the time in the day, or I look at the time in the day, and I said, "Well, I'm spending an awful lot of time listening to other people's thoughts, and I'm not spending the time I care about spending time with you know make with my own thoughts, whether that's." actively writing them in a blog post or whether that's me going for a walk by the creek and just just letting them occur in my head and just seeing how I how I feel about them. So um, I made a conscious choice to kind of turn down the dial on on the experts on other people's experience, not in a um, you know I'm not ignoring what's out there. I'm just kind of being a little more selective about my intake. Right. And, uh, you know, while you were just describing your process, I am living that today. It's, it's really crazy, like how you evolve. And like, for me, I decided also to really, you know, stop learning anything new. I mean, I've been learning and learning and learning and learning nonstop since forever. And I just needed to stop because, first of all, it was really overwhelming too, in a sense of like, I didn't go through all the 
the information. You know, it's really too much, especially after going, you know, uh, after our certification, <laughs> coach certification. It's it's mind-boggling all the knowledge that there is about anything and everything. And I was like, you know what? I, at this point in my life, I don't need all this knowledge. At this point of my life, what really matters for me is like, okay, how do I handle my nutrition, right? So, you know, my nutrition and then how can I make it a good habit, right? Of like changing my bad habits and like making or replacing my bad habits. Well, you, you don't replace bad habits. You, yes, you replace bad habits. <laughs> getting confused. <laughs> you replace bad habits by good habits. And this takes a process in itself. So I'm like more selective. I don't need to learn about, you know, brain hacking because that's not the priority today in my life. Right. So I, I became also selective about the knowledge that I, I take in. Having said that, anything else that you want to add about self-awareness to really conclude this episode? Well, I'll, I'll just add that you know, awareness, self-awareness, um, you know, all these other experts tell us the what and the how, but creating a space to cultivate our own awareness, our self-awareness, our mindful awareness, whatever we choose to call it, it answers those questions of the, the who and the why, you know, who we are and why something is important to us or why it's not. Because, you know, we see this all the time. People have a goal to change this or that, and they have the objective information. They know that if they exercise more and eat better, then it will change, you know, it'll create the changes they want in their life. But we don't necessarily do that from having the information. And what's lacking a lot of time is, is the who and the why. Because when we know who we are, and we start to know why it's important to us to make these changes, that's when things happen. That's when the magic happens. So knowing what and how is, is not enough for us, for the human animal, most of the time. We, we really have to um, tap into our internal motivations and um, to what inspires us and, and what motivates us. And the, the way we know what those things are, are by seeing how we respond to things, see, um, you know, and not just waiting for something to be a big problem, but noticing, oh, uh, you know, I just had this experience and I feel heavy. I feel tired. That's a noticing. That's awareness. Or I just did this thing and I thought I wouldn't like it and I did it. And I actually, you know what? I feel strong. I feel empowered. I feel proud of myself. So the more we notice those things, the more we can, you know, build that, cultivate that self-knowledge and self-knowledge is power. A hundred percent. And it sucks because you have to do the work, but it's so rewarding. <laughs> there is no quick fail, you know, download this file and you will know yourself. It's something that you have to do every day. And uh, yeah, and it takes time and you're going to discover things that you like and things that you don't like about yourself, but you, you know, it's still you. So you got to accept them. That's another, you know, episode in itself. So yes, thank you so much um, for this conversation of self-awareness. You know, I love uh, having this conversation because again, the goal is to have another perspective, another thought process, because we're all different, because we all have, you know, uh, different experiences, different lives. We're living in two different continents. We're not even the same, you know, <laughs> it's like men, women, uh, white, Arab, everything different, but we still 
you know, aiming for the same. We're still, you know, on this journey to become better, to learn about ourselves and, you know, to um, play out our gift, our unique gift to the world. So I want to thank you for this conversation. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on. Always enjoy it. So thank you everybody for, um, you know, tuning in, uh, please, uh, sharing is caring. As I say, you know, if you feel like there is someone around you that needs to listen to this, send it to him, uh, subscribe if you haven't and leave a review also on Apple podcasts and everything will be shared on the podcast. And I will see you next time. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye Golder. Bye. Thank you.